this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids. And today I'm here with Rebecca Messer, and we are going to talk about what if I mess up as a parent and parent guilt. That is something that I feel like is very prevalent in today's world, especially whenever you have social media, you have all of these comparisons and people taking snapshots of their life and only saying the really good things that happen. And it can just make everybody appear that they're at a certain level that you would like to be able to, to match. Um, I know for me, I'm not very good at decorating my house and making, making everything look Pinterest beautiful. That's not my, that's not my skill in life. And so that personally, whenever I look at other people's things with kids and they have these amazing crafts and all of this stuff, and then I do my same crafts, we have so much fun and they don't look anything like they do on the computer screen. <laughs> but, you know, just in life, there's times when we face guilt. Well, um, we sin, we mess up. So I was going to say, when it's, it's what if I mess up? It's more like, well, when you mess up. When you mess up. <laughs> As a parent, because it's going to happen. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so I used to be more concerned about messing up than I am now, actually. But I messed up with my eldest daughter. I know you're shocked. I did, was not a perfect mom the entire time and um, messed up plenty it's of shocking. times. <laughs> and, but I, I think really, and truly it's that um, the time that you, I mean, it's an overall time. It's a marathon as we're raising our kids, we're going to mess up throughout life. We're going to do we're things. Human. We're human. And there's things that I did with Katie that now I'm like, Oh, would I do that with someone else? Have I learned more? You know, as you get older, you learn more. Um, so as parents, we're not perfect. How do we deal with that? How do we deal with the guilt? How do we keep moving forward whenever things happen? So well, I think it's helpful for us to remember if we've got that eternal perspective that we've talked about before, like Shame, guilt, mm -hmm. condemnation. Let's identify the author of those and where they're yes. coming from. Those are coming from the enemy. Yes. So as one of the mentors used to say, you know, straight from the pits of hell. <laughs> we just yes. need to go straight back there. <laughs> um, things like conviction and correction and discipline. Those, those are heavenly. Those are yes. from our loving heavenly father designed to bring us back into that restored relationship with him. Yes. And so, you know, the phrase I think that people use all the time is mom guilt. <laughs> yes. And we deal with it a lot. We do. About everything. You know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you feel guilty that you're not working, contributing financially to the family. Yes. If you are working, whether it's inside or outside the home, you feel guilty that maybe you're not spending as much time with your kids or your husband. and you know, only if you could just stay at home, like X, Y, and Z mom. Yes. Um, and so whether it's anything from that to, oh, I didn't do devotions with my kids today, or we didn't have our quiet time. I didn't have my quiet time. It's just identifying, are these coming from a place of shame, condemnation? I'm a terrible human being or the father looking at us and saying, I missed my time with you today. Can we hang out? <laughs> yes. You know, it's Are that, they, it's that is it, is it, is guilt? Cause guilt is oftentimes from Satan, like you said, and that is the belittling of yourself. 
it's the, there's nothing fruitful in it. It only makes you feel bad. And the fact is that every single one of us have a very different life and a different calling as moms in every, every stage of life, every kid that we have, we do things based on what we need to do and what's best for our family, you know, and it might be working. It might be staying at home. It might be whatever it is that God has called you to do. And it might be something that you don't even, you know, whenever I worked, whenever my kids were younger, I am the type of person who I desperately wanted to stay home with them, but it wasn't something I was able to do um, financially at the time. And so just, yeah, the, the guilt is something that is not productive. (laughs) And if it's not productive, then we need to move on from it and realize, I mean, as moms, we do a lot. We really do. And just making sure that we that what, as we're doing things, we're trying to make sure that we're doing the important things right. and not missing out on those. Um, because there's so many great things that we can do with our kids, but we have a limited time. We have a limited budget. We have limited, you know, things. Yeah. And I think another, you know, another podcast that we can talk about sometime is just priorities and, and what did priorities look like as a mom? Um, because that one is huge. It is on the decision-making and what we prioritize uh, because that can feed into the guilt and, oh, I messed up. We didn't follow it. Yes. A, B, and C for our priorities today. I'm a terrible mom. No, <laughs> no, that is not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's just things that um, there's, so when we went to that conference, uh, teach them diligently yeah. and we listened to Israel. Wayne. Israel Wayne. And he was talking about how there are family rules and God's laws and the God's laws. Those are the same for everybody. That's what we find in the Bible. Those are the things that we need to make sure that we're following. Those are the things that we're going to be convicted about if we're not doing the things that the Bible is telling us to do. Then you have, I think your what he calls them as family rules. That could be the schedule that you're on. That could be no caffeine in the house. That could be limited sugar. It could be no video games. No, no video games. games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever your particular family rules are that aren't found in the Bible, but that are your family rules. And I think that those are the ones a lot of times we feel guilty about because it's, you're looking at other people's families versus your own, or because you've put, you've elevated those up to where they are God's laws. Like, and then you feel and guilty not the same. and they're not the same. Like, it's okay. Like Eric and I looked at ourselves, my husband, Eric, um, it, the other night, well, it was a few years ago, the other night, but it wasn't nighttime. <laughs> I mean, as a mom, we don't get much sleep. So any so, practically, you know, whatever. it was the other night. <laughs> and um, we were like, oh man, we really want to be able to finish this game or whatever we were playing with our kids. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's bedtime though. And Eric and I both looked at each other at the same time. And they're like, wait, we're the parents. We don't have to put them to bed on time. We can stay up and finish playing this game and having fun tonight. And so, you know, those are types of things that I could feel, (laughs) you know, mom guilt. If you're into the scheduling type of things where it has to be just perfect, that's something I could have felt guilty about, but it's something that I'm very thankful that we were able to enjoy with our kids instead, you know? Yeah. So. um, I think it's important to understand, okay, like what you're talking about with God's laws and versus house rules are man-made, you know, is this this coming from God or is this coming from man? And because stuff coming from man 
most of the time it's not going to fall into a sin camp. No. Right. This yeah. is, this is a preference. This is a yes. personal individual preference. Um, now, if it is something in the case of like with children, sometimes it is an issue of obedience. And at that point it does become sin, sin if they're not sin. obeying mm-hmm. their authority. But then if we look like, okay, if me as the mom or as, as the dad or the husband, if, if we sit, right, if we don't obey God in some way, there is conviction as yes. a believer that's going to come with that. And so what, what does the Bible say that we should be doing like when I sin or when I mess up as a mom? Whether Confess your sins to one another. So that's something that I did not do as much with my first children as I do now, because we are going to mess up as parents. We are going to sin. And I actually, while I would prefer to never sin again, that would be my ideal. Great. (laughs) That would be great. And that's definitely my preference. Let me just say that if I have a choice, I would, I do have a choice. I know I choose to sin sometimes I'm human, but (laughs) the fact is that I want my kids to see that God forgives me. And I want them to see that grace that's offered to me. And so when I sin, then I want to be able to tell, to come to them and apologize to them and to explain that I've also asked God to forgive me for what I've done. And that's whenever I'm actually, you know, sinning, that's that conviction. The, um, one of the things I used to feel guilty about personally, because like I said, I'm not very artsy is just, I could feel guilty over not doing enough art projects with my kids. Because I would see all these other moms talking about art projects that they did with their kids. You can have the guilt for um, going on all these, you know, outings with kids that that they go to all these different places and stuff. Um, Moms can feel guilty about what they're feeding their kids. Feeding their kids. Thank you. About the vitamins that you're giving them. Vitamins, snacks. Does it have red dye in it? Yes. Is it gluten-free? Is it dairy? Like all these things that we can just... And again, it's not sin. No, it's not. Actually, it's so funny you're talking about that because I'm getting ready to go out of town for a week to high school camp. And so I am. You are not going to be. <laughs> so I'm not going to be gluten-free that week. <laughs> I'm not going to be gluten-free unless I eat only salads, which I might do. I did that last last week whenever I went to the kids camp. I actually ate salad for lunch and dinner every single day. Nice. But yeah, that took some self-control. Oh my goodness. Anyway. But I I was going through and I was trying to come up with easy meals for my kids while I'm gone. And so Kara was like, well, let's just get Pop-Tarts. And what did I say? No, we can't have Pop-Tarts. There's sugar and food coloring in that. I was like, there's no way. So I was sitting there. Would it be better for me to slave away in the kitchen while I'm, before I leave, making them healthy homemade things, which I mean, I, I might do. I'm, I don't know if I will or not, probably not. Cause I'm leaving on Monday morning and it hasn't happened yet, but, um, you know, it's just, yeah, those, but if they eat pop tarts for a week, it's not going to kill them. It's not, it's not. Gonna and kill and them. that's the stuff that we can just break ourselves over the coals for. And, it is. you know, sometimes it there. And again, it's seasons. It You're is. not going to be feeding your kids pop tarts for the next And so whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Mm -hmm. It's, we have to determine when we start to feel that prick, right? Because sometimes guilt and conviction can feel similar. Yes. When we feel that prick, we need to immediately go, is this sin or is this personal preference? Or because there's, there's varying degrees of wise decisions we can make, you know, there's best, 
then there's good and Satan will often try to get us to just do what's good instead of what's best. And in some seasons in life, what is good is to do things that are quick, that are, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I usually make everything from scratch, but then there's seasons in life where that doesn't need to be my priority. And instead I need to be able to spend time with my kids or do something else just to have that freedom. Cause we have freedom in Christ, you know, I mean, we do, we just don't have to be there's balance balance in everything. Yes. 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 Like whenever I told you a minute ago, I wanted a cookie, ice cream and a candy bar. And you said, pick one. I don't have any, so I didn't get any, but. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like just if, you know, pick something because it's, God created us to enjoy life. Yes. Not to just suffer through it. And I think one of the things that will um, get us is when we are going to each other and we're confessing things, often we can think, oh, but I'm going to feel so bad and there's going to be all this focus on it and it's sucking the joy out of everything. But usually it's pride. Yes. That will keep us from correcting or confessing our own personal sin, or even if it is something over personal preferences, mm-hmm. like, you know, a house rule for some people, it really might be, we don't do sugar in this house. Yeah. And for them, if they feel personally convicted from the Lord, that this yes. sugar would be a sin for their family, then it would be for them. Mm-hmm. And if they do sugar and then they feel convicted from the Lord about it, that is something that they need to confess or work through you know for but that's that's not going to be again every family or every or even most families (laughs) or even most families like I don't know of very many (laughs) um but then it can even go to things that are that are more serious like you know what I had a situation where I needed to correct my children one time and you know toddlers they can just kind of keep at it and just it's that whine and nag that'll just keep coming for you and as a mom you can get worn down and um I'll confess Renee um I'm not perfect either (laughs) you're kidding and there have been times where this is going on and I snap Mm -hmm. and I and I I will bark back at them or I'll escalate my voice and my tone and everything above theirs and then I'm at the back of my head, I'm just hearing, yeah, you're doing a great job at teaching emotional regulation right now. You're doing great. And, and it immediately starts because I'm immediately convicted. That was not right either. Yeah. And, and, and one wrong does not make another wrong <laughs> right. And in those moments, I have had, when I've really followed through with what the Lord is telling me, I've stepped back. I've looked at the kids. I've corrected them. Because even though I messed up, it just still doesn't mean that yeah. I don't correct mm-hmm. them or the behavior. But then looking at them and, and lowering my pride and saying, but you know what? The way that mommy first approached this with you wasn't right. And I need to lead by example. And yelling at you is not right either. It's not using kind words. It's not honoring you as a son or daughter of the Lord. And like, you just walk through it with them. Yeah. And I, what I've liked to do recently with the kids is praying and talking with God when we mess up because the enemy would love to keep us separated Yes, from God when we mess up and he just wants to get us in that spiral. (laughs) And so 
I really like going with the kids and be like, you know what, let's pray and talk to God about this mm -hmm. because he can help us make it right. We can confess our sin to him, to whoever we've messed up with. We can ask him to forgive us. And the Bible says he will and yes. that he does. And he already has. Like his forgiveness is offered so freely to all of us. And every time that we've done this, James, it's the cutest thing. He'll go, I feel so much better, mommy. <laughs> I it's love immediate. That. And you just, you watch it. And it just resets the entire, and then you move on. Like, yes, the end, you've moved on. Let's go. And so for me, the thing that with that type of thing that I've been trying with the whining and not wanting to do things, um, and then you can feel guilty about forcing your kids to do it or whatever, but God doesn't like it whenever we do whine. And so, and God doesn't like it, you know, whenever we're anxious, it always has that Thanksgiving. So I've been having my kids do a lot of thanking God for who he is. Whenever they begin complaining, sincerely. And if they're too upset to think of what you say at the time because they're complaining, then I say it quietly until they can start saying it. And that really has been turning the attitudes around a lot because you can't whine and complain whenever you're praising God for who he is as a, as you know, whenever you're saying that it's he's that good, mental he's kind, and he's loving. Override. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference. So the last thing I want to ask you about is internal and external guilt. So those are two different kinds of guilt that people talk about. So tell us about them. And yeah, so let's use an example with this, right? So let's say um, we're going to talk about schedule with internal and external guilt. Okay. So let's say um, we're supposed to have our quiet time as a family, mom, kids, whatever, every day at 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. And I missed two days in a row for whatever reason. Day three comes around and you're just like, oh, I've missed two whole days. Like we haven't. My kids are going to get off the bandwagon. This is what internal guilt sounds like or could sound like to people. I've gotten off the bandwagon. I have failed my kids. They're not seeing that I prioritize my time with the Lord, their time with the Lord. Other things took over. Yes, they were out of my control, but I should have done something different. And like, we'll just start this up, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a hamster wheel of guilt and condemnation. And um, we can be the hardest on ourselves sometimes. Yes. Um, and I have often found that on those days, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, Instagram, Facebook, mm -hmm. social media, I found often on the days where I'm starting on that hamster wheel, someone else will post, we just had the best time, um, doing X, Y, and Z in our devotions. And this is what we did. And this is what, and like, and they'll go on and I'm like, see? See, I could have had that moment if I would have just had my act together and pulled it together. And, you know, we just, we started on ourselves. And comparison is not helpful. <laughs> Condemnation is not helpful. Neither one of these are from the no. Lord. And uh, comparison kills joy. It really does mm -hmm. every time. And I think in those moments, what I have found to be helpful is a perspective switch. When I see someone else went on a great vacation or they had a great personal victory or a family victory or whatever, 
to be able to look in that and rejoice with yes. those who are rejoicing. Because then you're loving, right? Because we're not supposed, yes. otherwise we're coveting, we're being selfish. We're not thinking, oh, it's best for them. So that's one thing that as a believer, we should do anytime that we see somebody that's going through a great thing, we should be rejoicing with them, never feeling yes. jealous about it, but instead rejoicing. And right. that's truly being loving. And that's what we want to be. And sometimes, you know, as this this episode says, sometimes we mess up. We do. Sometimes we get jealous. Sometimes there's that seed of bitterness that crop. Like it happens. It does. And we're supposed to have the fruits of the spirit, but thankfully they don't come from us. They're produced by the Lord. And when we take that jealousy, fear, condemnation, anxiety, when we take it to him, he will prune that away and he will help us have the fruit that we need to have in our lives. So that's what internal guilt and how um, one way that you can process it is you got to take it to the Lord. Yes. (laughs) So then there's external guilt. And this is often a more direct, either intentional or unintentional. And many, 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 many times it is unintentional because most of the time, most of the people, they are not out to get anybody. And that is something that we have got to get through our heads because most of the time people are usually consumed with whatever they're thinking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't really care what anybody else is thinking about. Um, And they'll make offhanded phrases like, oh, well, why didn't you do X, Y, and Z? Or, oh, I don't do that with my kids. Why do you do that with your kids? Or why don't you just do X? And they often come in the form of questions that sometimes are meant as a passing judgment. And sometimes they maybe just sincerely want to know why or understand why, because they may want to change something they're doing. And sometimes it can even be something you're sensitive to, because for me, one that, that, so my, my kids and I had really cleaned the house. I mean, spring cleaned as a surprise for my husband. And whenever he came in the door and walked up the steps and we had just come home. So there was like, there was bags and stuff whenever he left. So in his defense, yeah. he probably assumed that we hadn't done all this, but he came in and he's like, okay, guys, before we do anything else tonight, we are going to get this house clean. And I was just, I was like, what? <laughs> we just spent hours cleaning the house. How can you say something like that? So it's something that I was overly sensitive to. But it was that, it did, it was that guilty. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot keep a clean enough house. What's wrong? Do you know what I mean? Like I went through those things rather than, and he was like, Renee, I hadn't even looked in the house. I was just trying to help you out because I knew that we needed to get everything unpacked. (laughs) I was like, right, okay. But it was that instant guilt that I felt. And we feel it from the people closest to us, right? So most of the time, if Joe Blow tells us, why do you have your kids out of school right now? And you're a homeschool mom and, and you maybe went on an activity with it. You took them grocery shopping. You can be like, oh, I should be doing school at home with them right now. No, he doesn't get a say. He has no idea what's going on in your family. He, he meh, toss it out. And we can toss those out all day long and we laugh and joke about them, right? But if your mom or your mother-in-law or a sister, or an aunt, or a grandparent, or a husband, a wife, Mm -hmm. if your 
kids, if you even have nieces and nephews that are older, if you have cousins. It's those family and those friends that are closest to us, yeah. Those are the ones that we can really get tripped up on more. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they are about as accurate as Joe Blow. <laughs> they, they don't have the full picture. They don't know what's going on. Um, because newsflash, like they're human too. Yes. And, um, they don't know everything. Um, we don't know everything. No. Um, but God will it, give you the instruction as a parent about how to parent correctly. I feel like. And that's not to say children. that they, they can't have wise wisdom and encouragement. Correct. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Very they're, so. I mean, even just this past week, um, when I had you over at my house, <laughs> um, for all the listeners, I have littles and I'm in the process of learning new schedules as I enter a phase of education at home for them. And I have not been doing that time or quiet time. Well, I have not figured out what would work and I have had well-meaning relatives and friends look at me and say, well, this isn't working. You've got to do something different. This is not good. You've got, you've got to figure this out. This is, this is bad there. This is just abusive to you and to the kids. Like you've got to, and okay. One abusive is a very strong word. <laughs> so <laughs> naps not being taken is not abusive. So like as an external guilt factor, there's a way that you can identify like, okay, they're using a little bit of an inflammatory escalation kind of phrase here. Let's check that. Um, but when you were over, you just helped me put together quiet time boxes that they can sit on their bed with their box or in their own rooms if they need to be and they go through what's in that box and you know what my kids I had to go in a couple different times but for 90 minutes they stayed on their beds and they played with what was in their box I got work done they had time and the whole day just went so well and I needed somebody to come alongside of me and show me how to make it happen. Yeah. Right. And I think because even myself, I have made comments to people sometimes, and then I've had to go and apologize and be like, sorry, I shouldn't have said that because I didn't have all the information. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but looking at other moms, just like you did and being like, how can I help? How can you encourage? Because as how can I encourage you? You know, every mom in general, most moms, I unfortunately can't say every mom, but almost all moms, they truly want what's best for their kids mm -hmm. and they want to do the right thing. And that's, that's why I think that we even have mom guilt is because we care so much and we love our kids so yes. much and we want what's best for them. And as moms, that's how we need to be towards each other. We need to be encouraging each other. We need to be pointing people to Jesus. We need to be pointing them to the Bible. And we need to help them see when it's not God's law, but it's something that man is putting on us instead that's making it too hard for us to be able to do everything. Because exactly. the bottom line is God chose you, Renee Christensen, mm -hmm. to be the mom of your kids. Yep, exactly. You are divinely chosen. I am divinely chosen for my kids. And no matter what kind of great job or poor job or in-between job we're doing at the time, like we were chosen. We were. And, and God's going to give us exactly what we need to care for those kids. And we're not stuck in a no. season. 
if if we need to improve, if we need to get back on track, we can't because exactly. there's grace exactly. and there's mercy and mm, hope is not lost. No, and as if you're a new and if you're a new believer, you know, or you haven't been spending time in God's word, you can start right then. You know, yes. past yes. failures God provides grace for. We can start today. You can make changes. You can you don't have to live with any mistakes of the past. You can move forward differently. So yeah. all right. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. I really yeah. appreciate you chatting with us about guilt as a mom. And I hope that this helps to encourage some of you guys to see the difference between conviction and guilt and to realize that we're doing the best we can as moms and hopefully to encourage another mom. When you see a mom struggling, ask, how can I help rather than correcting her? Because all moms, that's what we need to be doing and supporting each other. So thank you so much, Rebecca. Yeah.